Season 1, Episode 68, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, John chapter 14, verses 1 through 34. In preparation for this podcast, I counted 135 references in these 31 verses of chapter 14 to the God of 1 John 5.13. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So either to God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit, most of them pronouns I, uh, Him, Lord, I am, me, Father, the Father, uh, the Spirit of Truth, the Comforter, uh, the Holy Ghost. So 135 times. Jesus uh, is referring to God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit. These three are one. First John 5.13 figures John would be the writer of First John as well as Second uh, and Third John and uh, the Gospel of John and one more, the book of Revelations. Put an S on that. I, I learned that at an older age. Embarrassing to get corrected when you've been a believer for, I don't know, 35 years. And that's about how long ago it was. And uh, that would make it about uh, 15 years ago. I was corrected by a very wonderful man, uh, Pastor Hannum. Just in passing, heard me say the book of Revelation. And he said that that would have an S on the end. But anyway, if you don't like to be corrected, my argument is you don't like to learn. But anyway, here we go. Uh, John chapter 14 uh, has been my go-to verse when I have performed a funeral. I've, I've done a few of those in my time as being an ordained minister. I was ordained December 13th, 1984. It was a five-man board and two of them were with the Lord. And uh, three of them are still with us. Just saw one the other day when I started and learned how to do podcasts back in October. Okay, so this is just the fact that this is the beginning of, of Jesus' uh, last night with his apostles, his goodbye to his apostles. I don't think anywhere else in the Bible is he more focused on his disciples. The Sermon on the Mount starts with his disciples and it ends with the crowds marveling at his words that he spoke with such authority. So whenever he was speaking to his disciples, there were crowds showed up. Let's put it that way. And who is doing the talking and who he's talking to is very important. And I would like to say that he's not necessarily talking to us. Uh, the, the, the promises here of, of being able to heal and things like that, uh, I think we're for the apostles, for the, the beginning of, a, of the church age, which doesn't really start until Pentecost, so they got 50 days. And then Peter healing the cripple and uh, Paul raising uh, the, the dead young man that fell from the, from the attic while he was speaking and just on and on and on. Um, miraculous stuff. But again, when it comes to miraculous, there's only three times that there's been a ma miraculous things. Moses followed by Joshua. Elijah followed by Elisha. 
and Jesus followed by the apostles. And those were separated by a thousand years. Um, so each uh, well, quite a quite a break between those miraculous times, and most of human history has been without the miraculous. The miraculous draws a crowd, and the fact that you know I broke my C7 in a in a near fatal motorcycle accident, and my spinal cord was exposed. My ankle was initially they were going to cut off my foot. Um, the doctor told me. Uh, I've had three surgeries on that. Um, the, the fractured femur above my my knee, my uh, shredded left bicep had to be cut and reattached in massive rotator cuff repair. Uh, when I tell people that, as I'm trying to say that I woke up in the ambulance, if I hadn't woke up in the ambulance, I would have woke up in heaven, not because I'm good, but because Jesus Christ died and cross paid for all my sins. I was just talking to a civil servant yesterday on the phone, and, and uh, that was, you know, their whole demeanor changed when I when I threw that in at the end. Don't ride a motorcycle in the dark. But anyway, they're probably 50% of the time that uh, the response is either "Amen" or "You're lucky to be alive." And I've only had like I would easily say it's a hundred times since my accident. Uh, many more than that. Um, I went on a cruise with my son. I said, how many times do you think we, I, I, I brought up the, how many times do you think I initiated a conversation with a person or groups of people like the people we were eating with? I said conservatively, how many times? And he said, he thought, and he said 40. So the fact that, you know, I've talked to a lot of people uh, th th to have just maybe one response super negative but but mostly very positive I'd say 80% very positive and 20% and I might be wrong about that um, narrow is the way that few to be to find it but but no a, a lot of a lot of at least well I guess I would say 30% amen you know way to go that's my most common response is I agree with you 100% so that's encouraging anyway um, here he is talking to his disciples uh, about heaven and about his heavenly father and about himself and about the Holy Ghost so again if you're ever going to do a funeral this is John, John chapter 14 is the place to go here we go let not your heart be troubled disciples they're alone in the he's washed their feet they're in the upper room they're I think Judas has already taken off um, there is another Judas by the way and there are two James um, it depends on which you know the 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 record varies but uh, and of course uh, Matthias was picked up after Judas left but there's another Judas who is for, forever known as Judas not Iscariot but uh, you know not that Judas, anyway, the rest of his life. But he, he, he has something to say in this chapter. Anyway, uh, John chapter 14, verse 1. And it might sound familiar because I'm probably not the only uh, pastor or uh, ordained minister to have done. I, I did most of my funerals as a pastor, but, but, and not very many, and, and a few weddings. 
and uh, then I became a school teacher and did less and less. But I remained a pastor as a school teacher for well, about seven years. Anyway, um, let let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me, disciples. And he's got Th- Thomas, who doesn't believe, who who speaks up in chapter fourteen. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If I were If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And he's going within 24 hours. He will be in paradise. In three days, he will be leading captivity captive into the presence of God, which is the first time Abraham's been in the presence of God, the first time Adam's been in the presence of God. Uh, There is a resurrection of the dead, which I told you I've been trying to study. Uh, When he dies, the graves are open up. I think this is when... uh, I don't think they needed a, a new body in, in, in paradise, but they will get a new body in heaven. We will get a new body. Uh, there will be another resurrection of the dead. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive shall be caught up together. Caught up, the rapture, uh, which is coming, could be today, could be 100 years from now. I'm not trying to set a date. but uh, Okay, so he's gone to prepare a place for us. I'm going to start over because I just love these verses. Chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Isn't that a great thing to say at a funeral? A way to start a funeral? You believe in God? Most people do. Believe also in me. A subset of those that believe in God. I believed in God. I, just, I hated Him. But when I found out He loved the world and that He would give the gospel, He would give salvation, eternal life to whosoever believeth in Him, believes in Him, should not perish, but have an everlasting life. I said, this is my God. This is my gospel. This is this is a great plan. I always heard the gospel of let him into your heart, change your life, put him on the throne, uh, turn from sin, um, whatever, attack on the gospel to add works to it. Read Galatians, start in chapter 1 and see how far you, you get before you realize that it's not of works, lest any man should boast. Galatians 2.16 Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. You're not, you're not saved by loving your neighbor as yourself. You're not saved by loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. I'm sorry, you're just not saved by your good works, by the law. Those are the two. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul. Love, love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the foundation of the law. The law is built on those two precepts. They asked Jesus, what is the great commandment? Love your, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. Love your neighbor on yourself. On these two laws hang all the laws and the prophets. The whole Bible is set up on that. But you don't have to do those to be saved. After you're saved, absolutely, that should be your goal. Because you're saved forever. You're saved whether you love God or not. That's why James says, show me your faith by your works. You know, because that's what we need. That's as humans, that's what we need. But God knows, and if we have no works, we're still saved. And if, by the way, it's talking. James is talking about the judgment seat of Christ, about the reward. Christ has already suffered two thousand years ago for the sins of the whole world, and when he did, he could go to paradise, rise from the dead three days later, and take all the saints. And paradise is empty today. Hell, unfortunately, is not. And if you can't love God who died on the cross to pay for your sins, 
in the person of Jesus Christ. And whenever we elevate Jesus Christ, we're lifting up God the Father. Don't think he's, we're putting him down. I, I thought that sometimes. I used to not be able to pray to Jesus because I thought it was disrespectful to God. This morning I caught myself praying to Jesus, desperately praying to Jesus. God, you're not, by elevating Jesus, you're not lowering God. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So we're a trinity, he's a trinity. Let's move on. Okay, and if I go to, verse 3, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So, um, these disciples are going to live, except for Judas, are going to live on into the church age, Pentecost. He is going to come uh, again, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Um, but, but, um, yeah, but right now they're absolute body present with the Lord. So again, I'm still weak on the resurrection of the dead. But I think that Peter and these other nine, other ten disciples will be resurrected at the rapture. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Because these are, believe it or not, 100% Jewish. And 100 upon this rock I build my church, Gentile church. And we were just reading Revelation on Wednesday night Bible study. We were just reading about the fact that, that there are 12 stones. There's 12 pillars in heaven. There are 12 uh, sons of, of Jacob. And, and then there are the 12 apostles also that receive equal uh, glory, if you will, in, in heaven. And um, elevating them. Elevating the, the church to Israel. I'm not saying they're one and the same, and I'm not saying that, that everything that applies, you know, I will, I, I will, um, what does he say? Uh, anyway, um, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all the nations of the world be blessed. That's all the families of the world be blessed. That was a promise to Abraham. Galatians chapter, I mean, uh, Genesis chapter 12. Anyway, um, verse 10, if I'm not mistaken. You can find it in Genesis 12. Okay, um, remember the Trinity as we're reading through chapter 14 here. Verse 4. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas, doubting Thomas, saith unto Jesus, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? This is almost verbatim what the uh, Pharisees said. What are you talking about? Is he going to kill himself? The disciples are struggling with this. Where is he going? Jesus saith unto Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So there's two of the Trinity. And if I, and if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip pipes in. Philip saith unto the Lord, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth. Jesus saith unto Philip, verse 9, 
Have I been so long with you, yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, showest us the Father? Again, Jesus, this is a, chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17 are Jesus at the upper room talking to verse 18. He leaves, cross the, crosses over the, the valley to, to the, um, the garden where he's taken to be crucified. With, he'll, he'll be in paradise in less than 24 hours. So he's talking to his disciples. And what is he talking about? He's talking about his de deity. So he, I don't know. I just didn't have a problem with this. The church I was raised in always talked, you know, the Nicene Creed. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy... You know, we believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit with the Nicene Creed. And and I didn't have a problem with that. I just had a problem with the fact that God loved me, loved my family, loved my brother. I hated God after my brother died. And that night when I... When I from His Word, from the inspired Word of God, I said, whoa free gift by grace you saved through faith and that not of yourselves the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast and on top of it for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever I said I'm in I'm going to stop right there I'm, I'm buying this hook line and sinker and I've not doubted it for more than a millisecond if I ever have a doubt creep in my mind and it and all I have to do is go, you know, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I have everlasting life. For God sent not his, his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The might depends on you, my friend. All right, so uh let's see. Okay, Philip saith, okay, well, Jesus saith unto Philip, Have I been so long with you, and thou hast not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak unto myself but the father that dwelleth in me he doeth the works all the miracles you've seen over the last three years are my father's handiwork just in this next short little verse 11 count the number of pronouns that refer to the, the deity to, to the God the Father God the Son or God the Holy Spirit in this case God the Father and God the Son believe me that I am in the father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very work's sake. He'll, he'll give you an option. You can believe his word or you can believe his works. I believed his word. I already believed his works. I mean, why not? Marriage, you know, the, you know drop, opening the roof and dropping the guy down and all that stuff, all the Bible stories I'd heard, why, why not believe him? I mean, Jesus is obviously a big deal. He's a big deal to a six-year-old. I mean, Christmas unless you teach that it's not the birth of Christ, is, is pointing directly to him. The fact that it's 2021. 2021 since when? 
Since Christ walked on the earth, turned the world upside down, he and his disciples, and rose from the dead. If he had not rose from the dead, we would not be talking about him. I've seen him over 500 witnesses. You can believe whatever you want. But there is a cost and benefit to believing in or on Jesus Christ. There was a cost, there was a benefit definitely to believing in parachutes when I, seven times I jumped out of airplanes. I said, no, I don't need a parachute. I'll just spread my arms and fly down to the earth or whatever. Or get a get an umbrella. No. It, it, the object of your faith makes all the difference. Okay. Let's see. Uh, verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So he's promising the disciples, who are the only ones in his room, in this room right now, that they will do the great works that he does. Uh, Moses had Joshua. If you read the book of Joshua, you read about where the earth stopped rotating for 24 hours. And you can say, oh, that's not possible. I have read, and you can check it out, because time is all set on the spinning of the earth 24 hours in a day. There is a leap second, so the earth is slowing down. That means it was going faster. If the earth is billions of years old, then uh, it was really going fast, and now we know what happened to the dinosaurs. They all flew off. But I joke. If evolution were true, it would be undeniable. I think the earth is, is on, the, on the age of 6,000 years old, and if you don't want to believe that, that's your business, but read the genealogies in Matthew and Luke before you throw that out the window. Anyway, and study the, the, the atmosphere created on day two and the, the water above the atmosphere, which would make a hyperbaric situation, which means your heart, would, you'd get more oxygen on every breath and the whole reason you bleed, breathe and the whole reason your heart pumps is to get oxygen to the rest of your body. Tie a tourniquet on your leg, the leg is going to fall off or worse. So um, that's the whole, th it's, it's an oxygen, oxygen game. And you can't live very long without it. And no. Anyway, when I listen to this, I'll know where I was going with this. But at any rate, okay. Um, all right. Um, verse um, eleven again. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also. Talking to the disciples. Okay, where I was going with this was there are three times that miracles have been done. There was Moses followed by Joshua. There was Elijah followed by Elisha. And it asked that he could have a double portion of the Spirit on Elijah. And he did twice as many miracles. The Elijah did Elisha did twice as many miracles as Elijah, who caused it not to or prayed that it wouldn't rain for three and a half years and it didn't. Read your historical books. Anyway, um, and then there was Jesus and the apostles. I'm sorry, we're not. You know, there's out people out there claiming to be able to do all money blessings and all this stuff out there, and they never raise the dead. They never heal the blind. They, you know, the, they work on the deaf a lot, but whatever. I mean, they get caught in out, just outright fraud, and yet they're back on TV again. 
uh, the guy that's selling prayer cloths, study him uh, when, when he was found out to be a fraud. Um, I forgot his name now, but anyway, I couldn't believe it when I, he was so outed as a fraud in the 70s and turned around and in the 2010, he's still, he's back making billions of, a lot of money on guys that just want to believe. He was caught with an uh, earpiece in his ear and he would surprise everybody because they filled out cards. Who's got a, you know, mother with, you know, whatever. You know, I, I because his wife was reading him the, the prayer card. Uh, Joan has a mother who is dying of cancer, and she go, Joan, where are you, Joan? Whose mother is dying of cancer? Okay, I, you know, I, I she's going to be all right. You know, whatever, and just just outright frauds. So if you want to believe that the miraculous, yeah, I would say the miraculous is going all the way around. That's what I was talking about my accident. You know, people say you're lucky to be alive. And that, that was my point, but I don't know if I made it. But anyway, I digress a lot. So if, you can always vote with your feet. But here we go. All right. Um, all right. So he says, you're going to do the same works that I do. Verse 13. Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, I will, I will do that the Father that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Again, this is a promise to the apostles. But I, I think, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. But um, I'm not saying you can't do the miraculous. And I think I experienced the miraculous when I survived my near-fatal accident. I pray to God all the time for people that are, last week, for people that are de desperately uh, in need of prayer and everybody's praising God that two dear friends of mine open heart surgery that went south and a fall that initially was reported as a as a crushed vertebrae and a shattered pelvis and, and they're both home now well the shattered the guy that fell off his roof is, is uh, in rehab but supposedly only for two weeks. And, and I got him beat. If you listen to this, I, I was in rehab for three weeks after my motorcycle accident. Basically, the whole left side of my body crushed. But miraculous, miraculous, miraculous. Okay. Uh, verses 15 through 31, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. So here comes the other part of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Or there are three that bear record in heaven. God God, the, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. If you love me, keep my commandments, disciples. I, I think that applies to us also. And we have the Holy Spirit. So this is, uh, I think we can apply it to ourselves. If you love me, keep my commandments. Absolutely. You know, I hear all these people talking about how much they love God, but they don't seem to keep God's commandments very well. The ones that are always talking about how much they love God, in my experience, they're the ones that are their actions, their, their gossip, their complaining, uh, just unchecked. And, and here we are not to covet, and here we are not to, uh, one, of the, one of the seven things, one of the fourth, whatever they are, one of the, it's in Proverbs, one of the things God hates, let me put it that way, is uh, he that causes um, the sin among the brothers. So, Watch your complaints, and I'm convicted. Uh, I don't know about you. 
Uh, John 14, 16. I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter to take the place of Jesus Christ, who has been a great source of comfort to them. They, they're, they, they're, they're completely oblivious to the fact that he's going to, in 24 hours from now, he will be dead in the grave. Now his spirit will be in, in paradise and go to the Father. And he gets a resurrected body, I think, as well as the, the disciples. Well, th those in paradise will get it. When he's crucified in about 20 hours from now. Okay, as we're reading the book of John here. Uh, even the spirit of truth, whom the, verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, you can only receive it if you're a believer, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, because we're talking about the spirit of truth, the, the Holy Spirit, um, deity, part of God's deity. And if you have trouble with that, you better read John chapter 14. 135 times in reference to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. First John 5, 7. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. He obviously cared about his apostles very much, but he also, uh, 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 you know, you can read this at a funeral because he cares for us just as much. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Well, he's going to come back from the, you know, and they're going to, you know, he knows in 20, 20, 20 hours he's going to be gone. He's going to be in paradise. And he's going to be gone for, I think it's about 10 days before he's, well, no, he was seen by Mary Magdalene when he rose from the dead. But then it was the empty tomb. Uh, and I think it was about 10 days before he appears in the upper room, but I could be wrong. Well, no, he, he appears to, uh, on the road to Emmaus, uh, the day he's crucified. Sounds like. Don't you know what happened today in Jerusalem? If I'm not mistaken, um, Acts chapter. Where, where's where's the road to Emmaus? I don't know. Look up road to Emmaus. Okay, it's one of my favorite stories. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it. John 14:18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And again, he comes in the person of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, you figured out. I've got a body, soul, and spirit. So do you. I think you get the part that goes to heaven when you trust Christ, when you're born again. If you haven't trusted Christ, I don't think you have that very essential part that's incorruptible, that God can welcome into his home. It's the reason these people weren't. Uh, Abraham was in paradise for how long? I don't know, 3,000 years? Close to 4,000 maybe? No, 2,500 years, whatever. Long time. In a spirit, who knows how, what, what it seemed like. It could have seemed like a moment. I don't really know. And yet, while the Lord seeth me no more, yet, yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me because I live, 
and ye shall live also. Verse 20. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you, through the Holy Spirit. Verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Again, if you love me, keep my commandments. Not required for salvation. And by him all the believers are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. So, Acts uh, 13, 13, 29. Acts 13, 29, I think. Okay. Jesus answered and said unto them, If a man love me, he will keep my commandments. Again, if you're going to say you love God, then love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul. And my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode in him. And I would argue there's a part of you that does love the Lord, the new man. Undefiled. Fadeth not away. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And that would be the old man. That would be the flesh. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. So I'm speaking for the Father, which, again, um, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I don't think one outranks the other. You lift up Christ, you lift up God. I would argue you lift up the Holy Spirit, you lift up God. These things, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. Little do you know that 20 hours from now I'll be in, my body will be in the grave and I will be in paradise. For three days, and then I will lead captivity, come back, rise from the dead, and you will see me then. But the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach me, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Here's, here's, just in this verse 26, here's, here's the Trinity. How many references to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit can you count? I can count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Here we go. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, I don't count you if you want to count. That's not deity. You and I are not deity. But the Comforter is, the Holy Ghost is, the pronoun whom is, the Father is, my name is deity as far as I'm concerned, my, uh, he, Comforter, uh, and whatsoever I have said unto you. I counted seven. I counted 135 in these 31 verses. Do the math there. Approximately four references in, in all of these in each verse to God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit. Okay, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
Okay, he's, he's just trying to comfort his disciples. I, this, 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 what are you going to say on your deathbed? Pretty much what Christ said on his. But again, our deathbed is, is see you later. I'm going to see my wife again. My son's a police officer, and, and I'm really, I, I don't know if I, you know, check out the funeral, but but if he is, I, I really hope I go first. I saw the suffering of my parents when my brother was killed in, in Vietnam, but, but, um, um, uh, you know, right now, I, I can't bring him back, but I'll, I'll, I'll go to him. Uh, for my son, speaking of him. My brother, I can only hope. I, I wasn't a believer when the last place I did see him was church. And uh, I know that if he's not in heaven, it's because he chose not to put his faith in Jesus Christ. And, and I might have family that listens to this, but I, I just think it's a fair deal to everybody, including family members. But uh, I, I surely do hope that he's one I meet early. There's nothing I can do about it. And what did God do about it? He died on the cross to pay for his sins. So there we go. Uh, verse 27, Peace I live with, leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. Verse 28, Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Okay, so, well, there, according to Jesus, the Father is greater than him. But, uh, but according to God's word, um, if, Excuse me. If you lift up the Lord, if you lift up the Lord Jesus Christ, you're honoring God. So they, mutual admiration society. They they really take turns elevating each other. Verse 29. And now I have told you before. It comes to pass. That's called prophecy. That when it comes to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, except for chapters 15, 16, and 17. But uh, anyway, uh, for the prince of this world, I think they're hanging on every single word. So we should too. For the prince of this world, which is Satan, cometh and hath nothing in me. That would be Satan. But the world may not but the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do love the world. But the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do, I guess, I'm sorry, love the Father. Arise, let us go hence. Now, that sounds like at the end of uh, verse uh, chapter 14, they're leaving. Here's the beginning of chapter 15. I, and my, I am the true vine. My father is the husbandman. So completely the word of Christ. Uh, verse 16, uh, almost entirely the word of Christ. 
a few interruptions from his disciples. Uh, verse 17, these words, Jesus lifted up his eyes, the Father, the hour is come, glorify now thy Son. So I think also in the upper room, because in verse 18, when Jesus had spoken these, verse 18, so we've got 15, 16, and 17 to go before we get to 18, which starts, when Jesus had spoken these words, which has been nonstop, 14, 15, 16, 17 chapters, Verse 18, verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook, brook Kidron, which separates Jerusalem, I would assume the upper room, from the Garden of Gethsemane, unto which he entered with his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place, for Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. So, uh, now we have you know, the betrayal, uh, as John records it, and I'm sure all the Gospels record it. All right, so I will say to you adios, which means goodbye, and uh, because I believe in imminence, and I don't know what, I don't want to boast on tomorrow. Uh, if the Lord will, I will see you again or talk to you again. If not, um, uh, know that I'm with the Lord. So I will say adios, which is kind of a finale uh, way to say goodbye in Spanish. Adios means that's like a farewell in English. And vaya con Dios, which I like a lot, which means go with God. And I encourage you to go with God and to God. Adios. Vaya con Dios.